What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike here, and this is a special kind of intimate late-night episode where we're going to talk inside baseball, specifically inside the Badger Den. We're going to be covering the ins and outs of what I was thinking about as CEO here at Ad Badger over the month of September. You know, I'll share my recommendations, my learnings, what our most popular content was in September, and why I believe that to be the case. So welcome to Inside the Badger Den. Join me. I'm here camping at Enchanted Rock right outside of Austin in Fredericksburg. And uh, let's jump into it. Before we start, let me share about why I'm creating this new style of special once a month bonus episodes. As you know, we've got nearly 200 episodes all about Amazon PPC tips and tricks. And one thing people ask me about is, hey, you know, I'm a brand manager trying to better manage my ads. What project management tool should I be using? Or, hey, uh, how do you think I should be hiring a freelancer? Where do you think I can find a freelancer? Or, hey, I'm a PPC manager. How do I get better at using Excel or Google Sheets? Or, hey, I'm a CEO. What do you use for payroll, paying your health insurance? What about what features you're building into the software and why did you prioritize them? So I hope that this quiet time each month in these episodes, I'm going to be talking more about my thoughts, strategies, techniques, as CEO of about a 20-person company uh, based here in Austin, Texas. We are remote. Uh, how I spend my time each month and what things I'm working on. So I think if you've been following the show for a while and you enjoy what you normally hear from the Badger Den, I think you'll really enjoy these. Uh, and these episodes will be a bonus. We'll still have our normal, juicy four episodes each month on Amazon PPC news, tips, tricks, and strategies and techniques. This episode is for the real ones, the day ones who want to go a little bit deeper. So the first thing I'd love to share is what our most popular content was in the month of September. Uh, here we go. Drum roll, please. Episode 190, how do I export search query performance dashboard data? Ah, I love this one. Uh, this was that experimental episode we did in September uh, where I invited three guest co-hosts to talk about the search query performance dashboard and how to export it. Um, so the search query performance dashboard, my favorite update from Amazon over the last few months, probably of the year. Um, and I was talking about it on some podcasts. I brought, uh, I was mentioning it on LinkedIn and I was like, man, I cannot believe you cannot export this. You have to like copy and paste it and put it into Google Sheets. Uh, and it was like this huge task. And then I went on LinkedIn and was sort of talking about this and people were mentioning that, hey, you can use a HTML Chrome extension, Chrome extension scraper and just download it right into Google Sheets. Very simple. And those people were Mansoor, Hamza, and Lewis. Great folks that I met on LinkedIn by sort of sharing some of this. Uh, so it's no surprise that also the most popular LinkedIn post I made uh, was also talking about that episode. I had a lot of fun with that post. Uh, we had three times the guests, so I made three times the PPC memes. Uh, yes, every Friday on LinkedIn, I do make a PPC meme. Uh, it's perhaps one of my most favorite things, so go check that out. <laughs> I'll have links to both of them. So, you know, I think lessons there. I won't be getting into the power of the search query performance dashboard here. I've mentioned it on the show before. It is just so powerful. Uh, I've talked about it at length over the past few weeks, so check out those episodes. We'll link to it below. 
But the other thing too, uh, the learning here, the learning thing here is, you know, when you are feeling good, when you are learning, when you are growing, and when you are having fun, it is contagious, and people want to experience those same things. So I legitimately didn't know how to export the report. I learned something, and I turned around and shared it. And I think like when we run organizations, like your team wants to hear that too. Like they love to learn. They probably love a leader who likes to learn too. So I think being vulnerable, like, hey, I don't know how to export this. What the heck? Uh, People gravitate to that. And I think it's okay. What is most personal is often most universal. Um, So that was my personal journey with it. And I I'm happy that it resonated with so many people. And I'm happy that I met Mansoor and Hamza and Lewis because they're great folks that I hope to keep in touch with. Um, So it translated into more views. So thank you all for that. Thank you for tuning in on that. And I will always do that here. That's what I do. Like learn things, think about new strategy and share them. Love doing it. Um, And thank you all for listening. (laughs) I also wanted to jump into an app recommendation for this month. Uh, I think this is fun too. I love when I see YouTube videos of people recommending apps that they're using to make their life and business easier. Uh, I'm going to be sharing apps that I think will be helpful and relevant, maybe apps that you haven't heard of before. Um, So we all know that anyone in business should know how to read their income statement, their balance sheet, and their cash flow report straight up. If you don't, a book I recommend is Financial Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. Uh, It is an amazing book. So if you're newer to the world of business finance, I mean, hell, I'm not afraid to admit it. I've been an entrepreneur now for over 10 years. And I will revisit, I will crack open that book when it comes time to like want a better financial view of my businesses. So Financial Intelligence for Entrepreneurs, I think it's a requirement for anyone. Uh, I didn't go to school to be an entrepreneur. Uh, so this was a super helpful book. Um, so highly recommend that book. So back on task. Uh, for managing those books, I use Zero. So X-E-R-O, uh, as opposed to QuickBooks. Uh, I've been using that for like 10 years now. I don't have any super strong feelings about it over QuickBooks. I actually never used QuickBooks. I'm one of those people that like saw that Zero was this more underground, <laughs> less used tool. And I was like, yeah, give me that one. But one limitation I've always felt by just looking at those financial documents was like, what happens if I hire three new people? What happens if I give those people a raise? What happens if we change up our pricing model? Uh, what happens if we add a new service? All of these things like impact our trajectory. And like all of those financial documents are looking to the past, not a prediction of the future. And you can kind of guess like, oh, you know, if I add X more revenue, I'll have X more profit or things like that. But the thing that I really wanted to know was like a structured tool that would allow me to make budgets per department, financial models that made sense, uh, predictions, you know, for raises, periodic raises, predictions for adding headcount and hiring people. Uh, so I went on a hunt, a product hunt actually is where I found this, um, Pry, P-R-Y, uh, really cool. It wasn't created for e-commerce, but there's no reason why it can't be used for e-commerce. So if you're an e-commerce brand, uh, I do think you can get some value out of it. It's not that expensive, uh, but basically it lets you create these cool formulas. Uh, And I actually shared this with a friend and her response was, um, yeah, of course you like this tool because it's so nerdy. And it absolutely is. What it allows you to do is like create cool formulas. Like if my traffic increases by X percentage per month and my conversion rate increases X percent per month and my average order value is $19.99. How will that project out that revenue over the next 12 months? 
And then you can even do some cool things like, well, what if I go into a slow season and instead of 5% in one month, I dip to, you know, minus 5% every other month. You could do like crazy calculations. It's actually pretty sick. Um, you can, then you can compare those projections against like projections of costs. You know, what happens if I hire this person or, you know, log all your software costs in there? Like you can log all your costs and like what happens if this changes or that changes over time. I really enjoy this tool. Uh, it's helping me make better decisions. It connects into zero, which is why I mentioned it. Uh, so you just punch it into zero and in, in a couple of minutes I had a fairly good setup and it'll probably take me um, a little bit more time to really get it exactly where I want it, punching in all my extra predictions of expenses and revenue and all that good stuff. So I thought it was awesome. Uh, so I recommend that. Check it out. Pry.co uh, is where I found it. I'm not an affiliate. So I just thought it was a cool tool. And I think the lesson there is really, if you don't have a super simple way to get data to make decisions, that is a big uh, weight that you have to, you're going in slow motion. You're like stuck in cement. Um, so I was really struggling to make these kind of predictive financial decisions. And I'm super happy that I found Pry because it allows me to do that. So I, you know, it doesn't need to be Pry. You need some kind of way to make these sort of predictive estimations. Um, and it's a concept that we bang into AdBadger, right? Like that's why we build it. Like, oh, you know, it's difficult to get insight directly from Amazon. So why don't we build a tool into our app that just tells you what keywords we think you should pause, right? Like simple stuff like that. So like having those little simple analytics tools make your life a lot easier. And let's jump into sort of the last section here, which is inside the company, inside AdBadger. You know, uh, as you may or may not know, I actually learned that I rarely talk about like inside the company stuff. I really talk about you know, services and software because that's so important to me to be sure that the PPC Done podcast is a place where you can get like unbiased, unfiltered information. Uh, and that will always continue to be true. We rarely message, mention anything we do professionally it's all techniques and strategies on the pod right so that makes sense and i really enjoy that but a lot of people just i've heard like hey like what's what are you up to like what are you building what are you doing why are you doing it so i decided to share a little bit here let me know what you think uh you know i'll check these comments on linkedin and whatnot so um we have a services wing and a software wing and if i had to label us we are a software company that has a services wing right uh we want to stay super close to our subject matter so we could be the most knowledgeable and helpful company in the space. I love that. Uh, and I'd love to sort of share my thoughts with you about how we're improving our service and our software and why, which I think is the most interesting thing. Like, what am I seeing that I think that's an important thing to do to for our customers? So if you're an e-commerce company or an agency, I think you'll get some learnings from this. So first up, uh, I think this is a really cool one. It's super early stage. I don't even know what the product would be, but uh, we're in the early stages of launching a physical product. And when I say early stages, I mean, I we just talked about the idea and we all <laughs> gave our thumbs up that it's like a good idea to do. Um, so what that basically means is like, we're a software company with a services wing in order to stay close to our subject matter and building an e-commerce wing so we could test out new ideas without impacting our clients or customers' accounts. Uh, and that's really what we're interested in, right? So there's lots of times when we'll have a new idea for a bid algorithm or a new way to structure campaigns or a new report we want to play with or like, you know, just all different kinds of tests that we wouldn't necessarily want to do on a customer account. But it, the idea of having a spot where, you, where we can test and have fun and like the goal of the product wouldn't be to, you know, necessarily grow it, just 
you know, have a break even and let us test all of our crazy ideas for PPC and Amazon marketing growth. And then, of course, turn around and share a lot of those learnings here with y'all. So that is super duper exciting to me. Um, you know, we do have our small roster of clients, but and we test best practices over there, but we're not getting crazy experimental. Um, so this has been talked about for years at AppBadger, and I'm finally super stoked to be at a point where we can turn this into a reality. Um, so we're in the planning stages. I'll share more uh, as we go along uh, to get this going. Second thing is really interesting. This is interesting whether you're a service provider or you're an e-commerce brand, which is just, it's Google ads to Amazon listings. Uh, it, you know, that's the thing that's interesting for e-commerce brands. And the thing that's interesting for services, service companies is launching a new service to your customers. I think this is a really interesting concept. You know, when I first started uh, freelancing, like over 10 years ago in digital marketing, I was building websites, I was doing Google SEO, I was doing PPC, I was doing Google Analytics interpretations, I was doing a ton of different stuff. Um, and I really liked PPC. And I got really lucky that I had a Google Ads customer who did Amazon as well. So I got a super early start into Amazon ads too. But rolling out a new service offering is something that I thought was, you know, when I first started my career, it was like, no, I just want to do this one thing. And then I think over time, my views on that have changed and evolved. And I actually think as a freelancer or an agency, you should always think about adding new value to your clients in new ways. Uh, I think it's a positive signal. Like you're there to help them. You're there leveling up your skills. You're working on your operational execution. You're going deeper with them. It makes you stickier. If you're providing multiple quality services to someone, they're probably more likely to stick around if you're doing all the services well, right? Uh, on the flip side of that, you know, we've talked about the techniques of running Google Ads to Amazon listings. You know, there's some struggles, there's some challenges, and there's a lot of upside. Uh, you know, we spent about three months planning out the service. We ran some beta tests with clients. Uh, and I would say, you know, some went good and some went great. Uh, didn't really have any fall on your face failures, which was a great sign. Um, so we sort of worked on what it looks like, how to launch it, how to pitch it, uh, how to display it on our website. You can check out what we ended up doing. It's on our website. And I think the hardest part about this service is really nailing value and expectations. Um, so whether you're doing this for your own company or doing it for a client, I think there's interesting things here. Uh, I think if it's phrased as like super rank juice, it's going to be oversold and you're going to get super frustrated. I think instead, like best case scenario is that you hit a break even with the Google ads themselves. And then you get Amazon ranking bonuses on top of that. So like that is a pretty good scenario, right? You're getting more orders at break even from Google. Like those searches, we're going to end up buying from somewhere, somewhere else. Instead, they clicked on your ad and they ended up buying from you on Amazon. So that's a win. And then of course you get ranking signals as well. You get those brand signals. So I talked about it before on the podcast about why it's a good idea. Interviewed my buddy Adam about it too. Interviewed you know Bobby as well. Interviewed quite a number of people about, about it. And it's, it's pretty cool. So we partnered up with Search Scientist to run Google Ads. And because we're talking inside baseball, I also own Search Scientist. So I know how great the person is who's going to be setting up those Google Ads. They're a Google Ads agency that I own. Um, so the idea here is that off Amazon traffic is a brand signal, brand referral bonus, track rank with we're tracking rank with helium 10 and displaying that as well so there's some cool things we did and i think we really aimed to productize this service as best we can make it really streamlined make it really efficient uh, 
for our customers. So I thought that was pretty cool. So that was like a new service that we rolled out. Um, if you're a service provider, love the idea of adding more services to your arsenal. Uh, it makes you a little bit stickier, makes you a little bit more knowledgeable of the space, uh, adds your value to your customers. And if you're an e-commerce company, like doing more marketing activities is generally better than doing fewer of them. Like they all sort of build up on each other. So I think, you know, you're running on Amazon ads. Now you're running Google ads to your listing. And I think it's easy enough. It's like PPC, like the common terminology, you'll understand it enough. So I think, yeah, I think every company should be doing some kind of off Amazon ads to their listing. Lastly, let me talk to you about our software and why I prioritize the features I prioritized. And you know, our backlog has almost 200 software ideas I want of things I want to build. Tons and tons of ideas, big ones, little ones, everything in between. So the idea of prioritization is so, so, so vital. And I think every company, when you hit are hit with those inspiration ideas like in the moment you're walking you're in the shower you're doing whatever you're just sitting there having a conversation you need a spot where you dump those ideas we use ClickUp for that we drop in all of our ideas and then it's very very difficult to prioritize that list it's impossible to the point where you generate so many ideas you'll have no idea how to prioritize it and then the list will become meaningless and you are potentially working on lower value work than you actually should be so we use ice stands for impact, confidence, and ease, where every idea gets ranked, you know, uh, impact, how much you think people will love it, confidence, how confident you are in the impact, and the ease, how quickly you think you can execute on that. You multiply that up and the max score is a thousand. So it gives you a nice quantitative way to rank your ideas without saying, I like this one, or this one's cool, or whatever. So quick tip on prioritizing ideas. So the ideas that we prioritize, again, it's a mix of impact, confidence, and ease. Um, uh, a really easy one to roll out was top of search and product page placement change history. Um, so this is a, I call this kind of update like a quality of life update um, because it's not like an action. It's an easy way to analyze things. So this kind of connects to what I mentioned earlier about the ease of analysis. So what this, what the problem is, is that when you go and make changes in top of search or product page or whatever for sponsored products and sponsored brands, you don't know what the impact of those things truly was. What I mean by that is you don't know exactly how your top of search return on ad spend or ACoS or order value has changed over time. Now you could go into Amazon and you could like, pick date range A, calculate that, go to date range B, calculate that. But there's no graph, right? You can't see your top of search orders change over time compared to your rest of search or product pages. That's what we've done. We've added line graphs that allow you to view basically any metric on a per placement basis. So top of search CPC over time versus product page versus rest of search, CPC over time. So you can stack that with ACoS. So then you can start to see, okay, when I change my CPC for top of search, I can see the CPC went up and then I can see that the orders went up or the ACoS went up or the ACoS went down or all of these things, right? Having the view change over time for placements, I dig it. And so that was, a, that was one that scored super duper high uh, on the ease scale. So I really like that. One that I think scored super high on the impact level, but a low ease, so it took us a while to connect this, was total ACoS into the app. Uh, love this one. And the reason why I think it's interesting, I talked a little bit about this with Clement on the podcast a few weeks ago, but it was basically 
wanting to keep track. So many people only keep track on total ACOS at the account level. So they often know their account level total ACOS, but they miss total ACOS by product. So what we would see is products that were insanely profitable and products that were insanely unprofitable, but because people are only looking at one metric, which is the account level, they missed a lot of this opportunity, right? To boost the super profitable product and to mitigate and fix the unprofitable product. So there was a lot of lot to be done there. So we rolled out an, a product dashboard, which gives you clicks by products, um, you know, total ACOS by product, ACOS by product, spend by product, orders per product, paid, organic, that gives you the split, it gives you the breakdown, which is awesome. So future updates to this is like tracking this over time as well. So imagine clicking on a product, getting its total ACOS over time. I love that. Um, so yeah, you know, even if you're not even using AdBadger, I think this is like, it's hard to build this report, I think, which is why we put it into software. So Yes, I do think it provides you with a really nice advantage because you know exactly, not just at your account level, but you're actually able to go in and optimize those individual products that are misbehaving and amplify the ones that are doing great. And then of course you can go right from there into our ad manager and then see where those products are being advertised into what campaigns. And you can begin to make decisions there as well. Um, so that was really cool. That was like the big thing in September that we released. Uh, last tiny update that we did was just the search term graduator. We called it the positive keyword nightly hunt. Uh, for this tool, we went super customizable. So for our search term graduation tool, we went super customizable. Uh, and you know what search term graduation, it's like moving search term from auto to exact if you know over five orders or more or something. So that's what we did and we made it super customizable. So you can go from any ad group into any other ad group. You basically can come to AdBadger with any campaign structure and you know we don't impose a campaign structure on you. The downside of that is that it's very customizable, right? <laughs> it would be much easier if you just said, here's one product, do it in this structure. Um, so it's fine if you have you know 100 ad groups, but if you have like a thousand, it does become quite a task. So we made this a little bit easier. We added a box that allows you to hide ad groups with rules you already have. So if you have an ad group rule for an auto uh, and you check this box, you will not see it anymore. So you, it just allows you to make that decision and pick the ad group that you want a bit faster. Again, we're continuously working on this. And I think future iterations of the search term graduator will be to just pick your product and then, you know, type in what structure you want and what kind of search term graduation you want right inside. So that'll just continue to get faster and faster there. Uh, and then of course the next update in September, uh, so I'm recording this on October 4th uh, and we've worked all September on speed updates. So those will be released in October. Uh, AdBadger is already pretty fast, but I want it to be even faster. Um, so that's what we're doing uh, in the month of September and releasing that in October. Uh, we're going to be improving the look and the feel of the tables to make them a little bit more dense, so more information per screen pixel, and build your own bidding rules, which I'm very excited about that. Um, and that is a little bit of our update inside the Badger Den here. Um, you know, we've had some minor updates too. Uh, I was going to talk a little bit about strategy as to doing a price increase. Uh, I do think that's something we'll be doing in quarter four. Uh, and we're going to definitely grandfather all existing customers into the tool too. I've always loved that about software companies. Anytime, you know, you sign up early, 
you get locked in for life. So even though the price is increasing for future customers, uh, you get locked in. So that's always been a principle of ours. And we also love flat pricing for PVC software. I know some tools out there do percentage of ad spend for software, but yeah, we I think our customers really like flat pricing. So. Uh, we're also big into like reinvesting everything, you know, our labor costs go up. So by charging more, we're able to, you know, get even more developers and roll out features even faster and hire more PPC people because we don't have customer support. We have PPC professionals. So we have people that study PPC, that do PPC, that work on PPC, actually talking with our software customers and answering software customer emails because we talk about PPC with our software customers. So, uh, I'm stoked on all the changes that we have coming up at App Azure. I love sharing this stuff. I love, I hope you have found it helpful. Let me know what you think. I know this one is probably way too long. So if you made it to the end, I uh, appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to go tend to the fire over here. I hope you enjoyed it. This very first episode of Inside the Badger Den. Let me know what else you'd like to hear me talk about. Let me know. You can email me, thebadger at adbadger.com. I'll be posting this on LinkedIn too, and you can comment over there. Well, everyone, have a good one, and I'll see you next week in the PPC Den Podcast.